What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of The Triangle. This is your boy, D. And it's your girl, CJ. And this is D's dominatrix, Brandy. Whoa, wait a minute. <laughs> oh, what's up, Brandy? What's up, Brandy? Be boy. Listen, um, so today we have a very, very special episode with two guests instead of two. one. Oh. Damien Nova from the Neon Claws is back. And then we also have Chris Conde, rapper and music journalist on board today. I'm excited, excited. Um, Chris is also a fellow OP peep. So y'all check, check his page out. I will Oh, usual. check her out. Oh, FOMO better. Jeez. Make me feel old. That's okay. Um, so I, as usual, I will be putting their Instagram handles and all of that good stuff at the end of our show, as long uh, as well as um, on our uh, copy. So uh, make sure you check those out. Um, so welcome. Super excited. Welcome back to Damien. Um, what do you guys have been up to, like, during this quarantine? <laughs> Anything exciting? Are you doing anything online, like musically or anything like that? Um, well, since he has his weed in his mouth, I'll go. Um, <laughs> <laughs> this is CBD only. That's what he said. <laughs> I have uh, a new single out called Vain. Hey. Um, it's going to drop May 20th on all the Twitters and not the Twitters, the uh, I'm old, the iTunes. And the I'm Amazons. Uh, At least you didn't say the MySpace. The full internet. <laughs> the internet. Listen, if I could get it on MySpace, I, lo- I miss MySpace. MySpace. Right. I, MySpace. I feel but, like we should bring it back. Yeah, Me. somebody should. Yeah. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. Facebook is trash. But um, <laughs> it's on SoundCloud right now. Um, it's dark and sad because that's where we all are right now. But <laughs> um. Yeah, and I'm working on a demo for Rob Thomas right now. So. Ooh, wow. Nice. Super, super exciting stuff. I'm going to have to um, link that new um, single for the people, too. Yeah. Uh, let's see. What you been up to, Chris? Anything new? I just dropped a new single called My Single is Dropping. No, I'm just kidding. It's not called that. It's, I was going to um, say, wait a minute. Everybody's got singles? What is My this? single is dropping. No, I actually just did put a single out this past um on May 1st um, on Bandcamp. So oh, if, you're not, if you're not familiar with Bandcamp, Bandcamp is a um, hosting service for artists to put up their albums and they do, um, uh, they have a really good share revenue. So like you, basically it's like the best platform to get the most money um, back from like putting albums out. People can buy your work and then people can find out other artists that sound like you. It's kind of a cool community. So I put a that new, is I, awesome because I put a new the, single out. Um, what is it on, called? It's called The Secret. It's actually done. So it features a friend of mine who his real name is Jonah, but he's the voice of a ventriloquist dummy who mm-hmm. is like his. The character is like he's a ventriloquist dummy, which actually like when he raps, there's like a ventriloquist dummy that's rapping, but he uh-huh. raps about like the occult and like spooky shit and like trying to bring about the end of the world. So <laughs> I'm into that. It's super, super weird. And like, I don't know if it'll be on an album. It's just like, it was just sort of this like, I don't know, super random. I'm just like, I'm bored. Let's just collaborate with this, like with my friend who's a ventriloquist dummy who's possessed by like, like demonic forces. that's like the best forces. shit that comes out too. He's, he's, yeah, he's 
it's a fun it was a fun thing so yeah i put that out um uh this past i think it was monday whatever okay. may 1st was so okay so i'm gonna definitely put both of those links at the end of our thing too because i want people to check it out um what else is new are you guys cooking at home is everybody cooking at home hell yeah 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 mm-hmm. i just i just made like some bomb ass salmon today i haven't yeah. had salmon in weeks and, uh, and weeks, days. Weeks, days. Um, <laughs> it feels like weeks now because you don't even it know does. where you're at it anymore. It really does. But uh, um, yeah. I just I was trying to eat while I was on camera, but you because it ran late. Um, but I I really wanted to like eat on camera like Brandy does. <laughs> <laughs> but you already finished it. I'm sorry. I think it's just gone. <laughs> Brandy doing it for her thirsties. That's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> no, this was because you know I got the mint. Oh yeah, Uh-oh. eat Do that food. Okay. Show Do those breasts. <laughs> Y'all should have seen how she ate that corn dog last week. That shit was pathetic. <laughs> like, sheesh, Brandy. Goddamn. I'm Who saying I'm gonna set mayonnaise? up a fans only Brandy. for her. I'm gonna match it. Fuck you, dude. Should I drink? Should I... On my OnlyFans account is my goddamn business. <laughs> I want to start one, like you for real. Too. I'm doing. I'm this a... week. Yes, I'm just like you know. I'm just like I'm Latin. I'm thick. Like, mm-hmm. come on, like the market. <laughs> you know, the the niche is there for. It's funny everybody. these like these skinny white boys just love like a thick brown boy, and I'm like, I'm that's fine with me. Like, sure. I'll just show me the over birthday cake. I'm about to sit on that shit. Get the <laughs> get the money cake. first. Booty cake. Listen, Booty please cake. get the money first. Oh my god, y'all. <laughs> you know, well, nosy. I want to know about like quarantine bays, as the kids. Oh, them. they supposed to be social distancing. Y'all having bays come over? Listen, that- I've had some of my friends. I ain't gonna put them on blast, blast. But they got folks coming over for quarantine ass, and I'm like, all right. Oh. Chris. Like, have you been in the house for the past 14 days? Come on through. Is that what it is? This <laughs> yeah. is crazy. I have one regular. Oh, okay. But, you know, but like, I'm in contact with like literally three people who have been quarantined, you know, and one of them is just like a regular, a regular. <laughs> regular booty. <laughs> I'm just like, that's the best way to describe it. I mean, that's true. I get it. Well, back in my day when I was still, you know, doing my thing, I get it. You got, like, I wore a mask, you know. <laughs> well, doing it. <laughs> I don't think that makes any bands. sense. Nice. Right. Like, <laughs> like the lady who's going viral for that cutout <laughs> mask right now. She's like shopping everywhere. She's like, I can't breathe. I cut hole. Oh, She's like, when better. you have to shop at five, but I was like, is this for real? <laughs> oh my God. Just. Uh, what about you, Damien? You got some quarantine bays coming over? Um, as a, as a rule, I don't like people in my house, so, <laughs> um, she doesn't host. <laughs> no, I don't. That was the blackest thing that Damien has ever said. Don't come over unless you call. I ain't opening the door, even if you show up. Don't even call. Like, you can call. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, oh, you're coming over? Okay. I get it though because even if it's like family that shows up, I'd be like ready to fight somebody because I was like, "Hey, who is at the door? Ain't nobody told me they was coming." I like, no, my family knows better. One time, you got what? I said I left my mom downstairs one time. No, you didn't. Not your I said, mom. I'm coming to you. <laughs> Look at <TV. laughs> I'm coming to you, mom. Hold on, let me get on the elevator. 
<laughs> what do you want? <laughs> my mom's done the thing where she's like, I'm in, I'm in the neighborhood and I really have to pee. I'm oh. like, sorry. Not mom. Is there a Starbucks nearby, mom? Go ahead. And <laughs> oh, I there's a Starbucks a half a mile away. <laughs> there's a Panera up the road, mom. You're good. Yeah, Panera Because I'm like, I've got so much gay shit in my house, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, and no, like, wait, wait a minute, let's push pin in that because we're always bashing D for being awful gay. Share with that's us. Sick. <laughs> that's one thing I do do well. <laughs> is suck. <laughs> Besides that, I'm bad at everything else. Look, no. Damien, me too. <laughs> <laughs> when so you at again? So um. <laughs> About this suction. You know what? Like Southwest got a got $49 flights right now. (laughs) I'm telling you, it's cheaper than Uber to go out of state on a flight right now. So if y'all are down, they're going back up. D will disappear before you will. So he he don't even want nobody like that. He just wants stuff and then be going. And then he's leaving. You won't have to ask him. (laughs) So what's the gay stuff you have around your house, Chris? Um, okay, well, let's go. Um, <laughs> I was like, I'm going to take you. Take you on oh, a tour. A, tour, a gay yes. tour. Yes. So this is, this is covered up by my rack now, but this says cunt. Oh, right. <laughs> that is about right. Oh, that nice. is intense. I love that. that is and good. then mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, my rack is falling. Oh, shit. <laughs> you okay, then? My rack is falling. Oh, no. A damn $30. <laughs> like, thank you. Thanks to Mrs. Kisses. Um, this is this is also kind of gay. Come on, Walmart. Right? Yeah, yeah. Come on, Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Um, but then, like, then I'll just have like a dildo out or something, you know, like it's just out of the air. <laughs> just sitting there. It's just like on the couch. It's like you know. Hi, yeah, that's yeah. No, hi, mom. So wait, like, but you're open to your mom though, right? Does she oh yeah, I've been out. Oh, I've okay. been out for a minute. Yeah, gotcha. Because I was like, I don't think you can be all over Instagram like that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I know, right? performances that I've yeah, seen, and your parents not know. She's that. like, do you have to take your clothes off? And I was like, mom, it's about a message. I know. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yes, absolutely. That's yes, what I say about my Twitter. You would <laughs> Be like the message is in dollars. <laughs> okay. you, have your parents ever been to like see you? Has any family members ever been to see you guys perform? They've my family have seen me do my like acoustic set. Like they came to like one of the biggest shows I ever did when I was doing like I was doing like banjo and rapping with like a harmonica and stuff. I was doing this oh, like cool. train hopping hillbilly folk faggot like shit nice. mm-hmm. <laughs> and um they came with that, that but they have not come to any shows where i'm like taking off my clothes <laughs> you know I, which that is that might be intense for them it's like y'all need to y'all saw this when i was little y'all need to see it now <laughs> what about you damien do your family be coming to your shows and stuff hell no <laughs> <laughs> he was That's like so, cool. <laughs> so cool. hell no my no. family is very um are they more they're not, cons- they're not conservative the thing is is that they don't really and this might sound sad but they don't really take what i do seriously so gotcha. um they're are very they OG black family traditional like mine well they're traditional yeah this is not a job gotcha mm. it's yeah. so um until I win an award and then buy them something, but yeah, when I, when we like, see you on the BET awards or something, right? Like and you got them a house. 
they were cool when I was doing backgrounds with Al Jarreau. They were cool when I was doing backgrounds with Vesta Williams. But like when I started creating my own oh. brand, it became, oh, well, that's not really something I listen to, but congratulations. You know, it's like, gotcha. Gotcha. like I was on tour with George Clinton, bitch. Like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, <laughs> right, right. Like, that is crazy. I understand it though. It's like in business too, right? Like, cause I, I have a host of side hustles that I do. And a lot of times, like, I don't think they understand how much passion you put into it and whatever. And they just think it's a hobby or something because you're not making yeah. money, enough money to be relatable in the real yeah. world in their perception. What they consider, yeah, what right. they consider, yeah. uh, you have to be making a 401k and right. Right. all of that. And I think that's really that. rough when you come from those military parents and that lifestyle where they're like this is the plan this is what yeah. you, do. you do this you do this you do this and then you retire by this age and you're fine yeah and I think all of us just have this artistic streak in us where we're like no I want to sing I want to create I want to bake I want to sit on cakes um, <laughs> that CJ yeah. baked <laughs> yeah well even now I think the workforce has changed significantly to the oh, point yeah. where having the degree right now is almost a hindrance but it's 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 like you can have a master's degree in whatever you're getting it in and still have to work at amazon Listen. But the, the the so it's it's changed so much now that you just can't walk out of college and get a job mm -hmm. and that they come from an era where you go to college you get a job you raise a family right. and it's just not that anymore you know, yeah. it's just, well, people it's aren't that, looking. Multiple hostels is yeah, the, right. people aren't looking to do that labor force thing anymore. Yeah. Oh my God! You yeah. know what I mean? So they've they've. I mean, there's new schools that are popping up just for that, like entrepreneurial schools that are not like regular colleges. They only right. teach businesses and how to get your passion up on a pedestal and stuff like that. Shoot, like the right. school, the high school that my daughter goes to, it has classes now. I don't remember taking fucking classes like that in high school, like, but it's available now because it's yeah. well, every, everything is changing. Now because now that's the business. You got people that are eight years old putting together late sets and making two million a year oh, listen that kid kills me <laughs> right. you know what i mean so now yeah. money talks, you have to respect these muas and these artists and these people that are just taking the apps you're giving them and right. literally yeah. making themselves a career so it makes sense that school is shifting in that way oh yeah for yeah. sure my parents have been pretty good like they were supportive because they i think they were just like they just saw me as an artistic person and saw mm -hmm. me not being able to fit into conventional. Like I graduated from Kadena with like a 1.6 GPA. Like I had to go to all the teachers and like get them to sign a piece of paper that said like, I am like a capable human being and shit basically. Wow. You know, just cause like, I just don't, I just can't like, my brain doesn't work that way. And so when, but it, you know, my parents were kind of like, okay. But when they saw me starting to perform in front of like, 200 people, then 300 people, then 400 people, then 500 people, and then, like, getting flown out and put in a hotel to, like, perform for these, like, queer parties all over the U.S. Like, that's when it was, like, okay, you know? And then they saw me doing, like, my music journalism thing and, like, interviewing and, like, reviewing, like, Janet Jackson and, like, going right. to, like, you know, these, doing these, you know, big things and, like, being a professional writer um, and, like, not having to go to college. But, like, it took... I think a minute for them to be like, okay, you know, but my parents still don't. I mean, I think it's like, they don't get what I'm doing mm -hmm. either. You know, like they don't understand like 
what do you mean processing internalized homophobia through <laughs> hip hop? You know, and they right. don't understand like the juxtaposition of like what that art is and like being doing hardcore rap as a queer person in a space that has been violently homophobic for a long time and it's become less, you know, but it's like, we're just starting to see more of an invitation to the seat in hip hop with queer people, you know? And so like, you know, but they don't really get that. But, you know, I think at the end of the day, like now that I'm in my thirties and I've like stopped asking for money, <laughs> you know, they're just like, okay, do your thing. Like as long as you're happy and don't have AIDS, I guess, you know, like. No. That's like, that's, that was like something that my parents were afraid of. Like when I came out when I was 13, they were yeah. like, just don't get AIDS. And I'm like, well, I think hey. back, back, back around that time, that was yeah. like the biggest thing in the, it was like 1999, you know? Yeah. So it was still kind of like one of those things that, I mean, you know, we had like, was it Magic Johnson and all that stuff still yeah. in the scene talking right. about it. So that was a big deal, I think. Like, right. Mine was weird. My, I'm I'm straight, but my mom was worried because I had so many queer friends. She was like, "Are you lesbian?" I was like, "No." Like, Thank you for your concern. And I was like, yes, that are. But it, it was just I think all parents across the board were in that weird place mm. when when they heard all of that. You know. What I'm right. Saying? Yeah. I, I mean, it's crazy. Uh, I wanted to ask Damien, do you have any uh, weird queer stuff out in your room too, or no? I feel like Damien doesn't. No, it's mad. Like, okay, so I'm in my office right now. Like, oh, okay. I was going to use my backdrop, which is um, like just albums on my oh, wall. Like, I like that. Like, it's a wall of albums. But um, yeah, no, like, I mean, you're more chill on the my my level of gay. Uh -huh. My level of gay is um, I don't know. I, I I think it's just more. It's like that angry gay. <laughs> yes. Oh no, not the angry. Like, like I'm, I'm a total like. All of it goes into my work. Like, it, gotcha. it, you rarely see it in my house. I'm a big nerd, so most of my house is, and Brandy can attest to this. Like, most of my house is video games and action figures and comic books. Like, so. Oh, it's like Brandy's house. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> without, without a child. Without a child. Comic book shop, but. In my house, I can understand why people would want to touch stuff. In his house, I'm like, you touch nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like his is like wrapped up in 18K hand. gold or some shit. Like in No, it's like I got shit that you will not touch yeah, in my sure. fucking house. Like I have a, a, um, a Barbie of, of Uhura that's like a classic Barbie Ooh. of Uhura that's up on the top shelf that if you're like, ooh, can I hold it? Then you have to get out. <laughs> yeah. We already don't like, want people in there, so y'all don't even no, ask him. It's basically like the first time over, I was sitting on his couch, and you do this thing where you're just looking at things, and I just look. You know, I was like, <laughs> what's that? It was just like, I'm respecting it because I have some comic books that I'm like, don't touch. Like, they're still wrapped up. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. I get it. But yeah, he's, it's definitely not, um, it's not gay. No, it's very <laughs> sterile. It's very yeah. sterile wood <laughs> like you know what I mean like it's, it's yeah, wood, blues, browns it's very yeah it's it's that's fine. I, I'm, I'm not yeah I'm the I'm the kind of gay that is I'm going to buy a piece of furniture and then I'm going to repurpose repurpose oh, it gotcha. like like I'm that gay like I'm I'm 
I'm the thrift. I'm a thrift store gay. That, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was gonna yeah. say that's like D. D. <laughs> I, I just got done painting like tables going. last week. Remember? Are you? Yeah. Good? What were you repainting last week? Well, last week I was at my cousin's house, so she saw what I did to my tables, and she was like, "Ooh." Can you do mine? My I have a TV stand. I want it just like that. So I went to her house. You are crafty gay because mm. you said not too long ago you were making your own like shea butters and exfoliants. Yeah, I made my own uh, facial scrub. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, maybe Dee's not such a bad gay. You are a good gay, Dee. You are. We're so terrible. <laughs> One day we're going to. That's like, some gay shit, girl. <laughs> <laughs> I've been gay too long for somebody to try and come for me like that. So. Oh, well, well yeah. They They've already came for us. Apparently, I hate black men. I'm like, first of all, oh, yeah, that's right. black men only. So that's one. That's uh, funny. All, what are you talking about? So people are going to find a reason to be. Yeah. Black. No, that's. Yeah. Funny. Have y'all have, have y'all ever had people like actually try to come for you like at your job, like literally try to get you fired or try to get you like, or try to come for you like all aggressively like on Facebook and like try and like ruin your or tarnish your like name or anything like that. Oh yeah, I think Brandy, I got some shit on yeah. Yelp. You oh really? Yelp? I think I'm on Yelp from um, cause I'm in hospitality. <laughs> uh-huh. I can't uh, disclose <laughs> where I work. Right, right, right. Program, but it's a major hotel in the Las Vegas Strip, and I'm a mm -hmm. member of management. So for a lot of people, I'm the end all, be all. Right. Either me or my one of my colleagues, we're the last ones you're going to talk to about your right. situation. If I don't give you what you want, that makes me rude. That makes me mm. incompetent. A lot of other stuff. So yeah, people will Ooh. come after you, especially if you don't give them what they want. You know what? Yeah. You're right. I I think when I was managing is when I had all those craziness because people, if you don't give them what you want, they they will write reviews on the company's mm. page on Yelp. On mm. Google, what is it? Reviews. It's just someone hit yeah. me up on Twitter, and I'm like, "How are you pissed off that I could understand where you're coming from and still say I said what the oh, fuck?" Oh, because people are mad, honey. They don't yeah. have anything better yeah. to do. I'm not even on Twitter. Like <laughs> so, for the last three years, I wrote for uh, a local alt weekly magazine here called The Current, uh -huh. and we would cover like, you know, oh, just know. like art, music, and like where to eat, and like you know. Cher is coming to town, whatever, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? And then I would do like a local review or like get into like the music scene and like do a local album review or whatever. And right. like, there'd be like people that are like, you haven't done, like with your platform, you haven't done enough for like the LGBTQ community and blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like, I'm just like, first of all, you know, and like, and my ego wants to be like, I started so many different, like I've been like, right you know, like on creating platforms before anybody ever paid me to do it. Right. You know, like creating showcases. Like I started the first gay radio show in San Antonio called um, Queer Vibes and it's still on KRTU 91.7 FM from 11 p.m. to midnight but in San Antonio. That shit is still going. I'm not, I don't host it anymore mm -hmm. because when I, when after a year of hosting it, I got the job at The Current and I was like, well, I can use this platform and someone else can run, you know, this. And so, but like, I had people like this one specific person, like trying to come for me. And I was just like, I'm sorry, you were like 20, like, you know, what? I don't know. It was just, it was a whole mess. I hear but, you. Like, like, people it's just wild. I'm a, yeah. I'm just like, girl, like, if you got to know me, we'd be friends. And like, use your, like, and it turned out he just wanted me to write about some show that he was like putting together. Yeah. 
And I'm like, bitch, just use your words. Like, if you just, you just used your words, like, you know, and his show was cool. Like, there were some people that I knew that was going to be on the bill. Like, Mm -hmm. he had artists, he had a lot of queer people, he had a lot of QPOC. And I was just like, dope, I would have written about this anyway, but you had to come all left angle and, like, bash me, (laughs) you know? Like, but, yeah, that's wild. That's crazy. Damien, do you have stuff like that? Because I know you do so much too like especially um, on stage and stuff <laughs> look at him laughing or he like which one do i choose <laughs> um well i mean I'm, i've been around for a while <laughs> um and i've seen the industry morph mm-hmm. like from the 90s right. yes i'm that old um but i've you don't I've look seen... it so it don't matter I know, right? Right. <laughs> but I've seen, yeah. <laughs> I've seen the industry morph um, as far as like being queer and mm-hmm. a person of color and male and mm-hmm. not doing rap or being a drag queen. So it's like the <laughs> the <laughs> my my level of mm-hmm. identity has done this gotcha. throughout the years, of course. But the, my freedom is that I don't, like, my fucks are in the toilet. Like There are none. Yeah. I have none now. Now, there was a time that if I was, like, 22, 23, mm-hmm. even 30, if I was 30 and I was on Twitter and Instagram and everything and I got the negative comments and the, why do you do this, why do you do that, why don't you do this, I probably would be a lot more ready and have time. Oh, yeah. But now it's, like... I'm glad you're watching. Gotcha. Do you, and and do that's, you? that's, that's, yeah, that's kind of where, that's all I'm at now. It's like, oh, so you clicked it. Thanks for the click. You know, it's right. like, cause I'm, I don't have, that's true. <laughs> like, cause I the haters have, still gonna yeah. add to your algorithm. Same. Listen, <laughs> my, my, I realize I didn't, I don't have the, I don't have the energy. Yeah. Yeah. My anxiety is so fucked uh-huh. that I cannot allow outside sources mm-hmm. to affect my energy um especially when you ain't paying for nothing when you haven't showed up for a show when you haven't right. bought any merch when that you part. Have, you know what i'm saying like you don't even support the people that i fuck with why are you in my inbox you know what i mean That's and true. i'm because i'm so free people feel the option and when i say free it's i'm like i'm everywhere like mm-hmm. my twitter is a I'm thing gonna, i'm gonna go find you on twitter good luck and um, <laughs> may the odds ever be in your favor um, <laughs> but like my instagram like i shut down my instagram um mm-hmm. because it was getting out of control oh, and i wow. started it over okay. and um it's funny because like i had how many followers? like i had like fifty thousand followers on instagram mm-hmm. and then i just closed it okay. and now i have like 700 <laughs> because I'm not, I'm not going to, I'm not going back to what I was doing before. So it's like, you have to sort of move with, with the way everything is moving right now. Yeah. And me being 40 plus, mm-hmm. I'm not about to sit up and time. try to refollow and come follow my page or mm-hmm. whatever. The people that see me, see me. And that's mm-hmm. great. But I'm, when I pack a show, I pack a show. Right, right. It has nothing to do with my Instagram. It has nothing yeah. to do. With, well, I wish it, more people would understand that. My Twitter. Some people promoting OnlyFans on Twitter. But you know, that's such an important thing, though, because I think a lot of, especially the newer, younger 
generation right now they're so caught up in the likes and you know yeah. like they shares of and all, yeah. of, all of that and you know people people literally i think we've talked about this before but they take down pictures if they don't get at least 20 likes on it or mm-hmm. yeah. you know if they're it's friends. like getting a, getting 100 likes on your instagram does not equate to fucking putting a record out and going on tour right you know part. like you <laughs> should not be part. you should not be satisfied with that like you know and it shouldn't but it's like everybody want we want that we've been conditioned to get that quick stimulus oh, yeah. you know what i mean like it's, a, it's across the board everywhere because so say like, that again brandy sorry it happens so quick you end up like a crackhead you need yeah. a stronger hit mm-hmm. most. i know people even when we were watching gary v in that one video basically saying like there are he knows females that are tired of just showing they ass but that's what's getting them the clicks right. that part they want to show that they can quilt but you can't do that because we don't yeah. we don't see you quilt boo we want that ass and i'm like that shouldn't quilt be with your ass out is that relatable for you d uh that shouldn't be something <laughs> you should have both though i mean i've like put my i've been naked on instagram and then I'll, I just threw up a fucking photo of a dandelion that I thought was really cute and I took a photo of, you know? <laughs> like, I mean, it's about being consistent. Like, you yeah. have to, if you, if you start off, this yeah. is my ass. This is my body. That's what this I was going to get to. These yeah. are my titties. This is my ass. This mm. is my ass. And then you all of a sudden, out the blue. <laughs> dandelions. Out the blue. Ooh, look, a butterfly, bitch. Like, like. You're <laughs> <laughs> You have to know how to do it. You have to finagle it properly. A lot of these younger ones really, really know how to do it. And they become influencers because somebody, some clothing company says, hey, go put on my t-shirt without your bottoms on. Mm -hmm. And we will make sure to pay you four G's just to do that on your Instagram. That t-shirt at that ass. (laughs) Yeah. Like, so it's, it's, there is a way to make money doing that, but it there is. is, it is so oversaturated now that yeah. it's, it's like, well, you're not. Forget here's it. the Just, thing though, the uh, quarantine right now, this pandemic is a influencer killer. Um, if you oh, wasn't about baby? it, <laughs> if you wasn't about it and you couldn't, if you <laughs> did not have the passion and all of that, the seriousness behind what you were doing. If your home really wasn't your home, because some of you bitches is right now. Oh, they was at somebody's hotel rooms and stuff. Look at everybody. This is your life. And now you in a little one bedroom apartment. And we don't see you no more. That Lambo was at the dealership still, boo. Right. You ain't in Paris no more, girl. Uh, Okay. Be like, oh, you couldn't afford your rent in Brooklyn. You had to go home. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) I I mean, I'm not going to lie. There are some. There are some plus influencers that I follow on my other Instagram where I do fashion and stuff. And uh, there's a few people that I have not seen in a couple of weeks post anything, maybe more. I don't think a lot of their stuff was for real. I really think they created an image and decided, you know, to go with it. And now they can't even do that because they stuck at home. Mm -hmm. And the ones that were real, when you see that ass in a mask. And that's hard when you have, like, I think for us as artists, like, mm-hmm. I have my music to promote, and I have, which is, which basically, like, basically promotes my brand as me, and I'm as, and I'm my brand, especially, like, as a hip-hop artist, it's, like, you're front and center, and it's, mm-hmm. like, very vocal and very out there, and, like, so I have built the brand, and so it's easy for me to be, like, yeah, if y'all have got to know me, 
because you have like heard of what what I've said and what I'm about, you know. And so it's like you know, ease for me. I think it's like it becomes it comes natural to put content out there. But if you don't like, I have like I'm working on music, like girl, like as soon as this shit's done, like I'm hiring PR and like putting the next album out and then going on the road. Right. You know, like I've lost my my full time gig. You know, I'm no longer writing full time, so I'm just like I'm using this time. You know, like to strategize like what the next how do I get to that next level Mm -hmm. like what does that look like you know and and so but like if you're if you're just selling yourself as like a person as an influencer like I'm this cool person and you don't have like you're not putting music out or you don't have like something you're about (laughs) yeah that was just gonna say that's the word that's missing substance substance. (laughs) yeah Yeah. not daily double and like I'm not I'm not mad at like influencers it's because it's just like oh these are like the cool people in high school that are Mm, telling me like this mochaccino like you have the perfect filter on your like cafe latte with your rescued puppy like you know (laughs) around like the perfect amount of like brown people to make you not look so gentrified you know what I mean like it's just like all this stuff with the stickers I know exactly what you're talking about (laughs) I think it's a lot more work to be um fake fake than it is to be vulnerable I think that's our biggest thing which is also why we don't edit any of our shit when we uh record because yeah everything mistakes and all our crazy shit is just out there for people I feel like it's more relatable because we keep it real I agree really I think people want it but they don't they don't live in that. And I think mm-hmm. that's bad because I've never not been me mm-hmm. um, for the most part. Uh, but to have people sometimes in our inbox, because one girl was like, I just, I wish I was as bold as you guys or as bold as you. And I'm like, I'm just being me. Like, be as bold as you. Post what yeah. you want to post. Do what yeah. you want. I don't think twice about shit I post. My memes prove that I don't think twice about shit I post. <laughs> And I have <laughs> rude ass I shit have, all day. I'm a meme whore. So when you have people that um I was doing children's church with or I was a godmom to or whatever, I clearly don't give a fuck. Right. And I feel like that's the best space to operate out of. So you're not children's me. church? Yes. I'm See a holy. Church. I'm a table that. I don't know what that is. I'm a it's table that. You never done, it's like like vacation Bible school shit. Yeah, like I've done the VBS. Vacation stuff. Bible school? Yes. Mm. <laughs> Look at Damien, like, what? What is I, happening? The song, no. <laughs> the, song, the song that was for VBS years ago, they were like, want to say, yeah, 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 hey, yes. Love a VBS. <laughs> wow. Yeah. And then there were people be in the background, they'd be like, yes. <laughs> See. I went to one of them churches that would take a uh, R&B or pop song and change it too. As oh, well. yeah. And then we oh, have well, a yeah, they, song, yeah, I know that one. rap yeah. song and they're like, clean up. That's what's up. <laughs> <laughs> Please don't. They're like, look inside and you will see. We have responsibilities. Oh. Gotta clean up. And I'll be like. Wait a minute. I, mean, I know that one right now. I, I do, because every time I play it, I'm like, okay, guys, trying to act like I'm not the most excited person in the room. Like, let's clean up, y'all. <laughs> So, vacation Bible school. There's so a lot. Go on vacation. Be like, I don't summer. I go to vacation Bible school. Yeah. <laughs> and then I didn't even know what it was. So I used to be jealous because I didn't grow up super church. So I'm like, wow, they going away on vacation. I'm like, it's nah, just- be like, bro. nah. It's, it's like in it's like church, or did they go somewhere? Like, it's oh. at the church, but <laughs> it's like during the summer usually, <laughs> and it's and it's <laughs> like a program. It's like day camp for like like 
uh, elementary school children to learn about Jesus, basically. using basically like a super extended out Sunday school situation. Yeah, it's like Veggie Tales. Remember Veggie Tales? Just like live action Veggie Tales. (laughs) I think, Chris, I remember going to something like that with you when we were like in high school. Oh, did I invite you? I was kind of churchy. I think in you school. invited me. Not yeah. churchy. <laughs> I was very like she had she got the spirit in like eleventh grade. No. Yeah, I was very. I had like a Bible in my back. I was very like, but I also was like, I can't be gay. It was a crazy mixed up situation in high school. I know. I know exactly what you went through. That was like I, the first half it. of my life. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no. But um. <laughs> Yeah, I probably invited you to something. Yeah, I don't know. I was trying to like make sure everybody knew who Jesus was before they died. Wow. <laughs> you know? Wow. Do you still do that? No, no. Like, <laughs> he yeah. said, no. I'm like, have you seen that page? First of all, yes, let's get into that for a second, Christopher Rock. Uh oh. You know, you and I have talked like a minute ago about when it seemed like to other people you were going Satan crazy. And uh-huh. I know, <laughs> I know. Yeah. That that know both of us that either stopped following you or unfriended and they would tell me yo what's up with your friend or what's going on uh-huh. to anyone listening that does that I personally hate that because I'm like yeah they're my friend but I'm not in control of it it's not like I can bring him over on the leash and be like what's going on with this I never looked at it anything sideways I'm like look there's him and uh, yes a leash like a cute <laughs> <laughs> like the one she chokes me out with every single <laughs> whoa, whoa. <laughs> uh, shut up Second no, right. so to give people context, there was, I was like posting a lot of like demonic and like occult sort of imagery. Mm-hmm. And there was a lot of like, I was reading a lot of like about occultism and like a lot of just this darkness and like, but I was also processing like this, like I'd been, so I got sober six years ago. Mm-hmm. I've struggled with on and off with meth for like 15 years. I was homeless, um, and so I got sober six years ago, and then, like, a couple of years ago, I was processing a lot of this, like, this old, I, I started, like, processing these old resentments that I had against Christians, these people in my life that allowed me to believe that there was something wrong with me because I was gay, and I got really angry at that, and it started to, like, manifest with me, like, surrounding myself with all this, like, dark imagery, and to me, it's like now if I post something kind of dark or evil, it's not like there's not that like anger there. Mm-hmm. But I was posting a lot of stuff at that time. But there was a lot of people who were just like, do you believe in the devil? Are you like, and I'm like, nah, like, I'm not really trying to like, I'm not really about like worshiping Satan or whatever. It's just like processing this. And as an artist, like to me, it's not so much good and evil. It's light and darkness. It's depth. You know what I mean? It's like the shadows falls as far as like how big the light is and then vice versa. You know, like you can't like, it's just, there's a larger contrast. And I think it become, it, it allowing myself to feel all the depths of the darkness and the light let me, has let me and allowed me to like, and it, it's fueled my art, mm-hmm. you know? And I think like people don't understand. It's like, as artists too, it's like some, the way we're designed is just like we feel shit. And we wow. have to put content, we have to create things. And sometimes that looks really weird. And because like America has been, con- you know, with the whole, you know, Satan, like scare yeah. shit, like in the sixties and seventies, like all that stuff has been conditioned for generations. 
to our par- grandparents, to our parents. And to us, it's like, oh, it's the devil. It's going to get you. Oh, and it's yeah, like, for sure. Like, you know, I, I have like a punky, darker side background because I was into that type of music. So we dressed that culture, like, you know, that mm. scene and stuff. So I remember my dad going to talk to the preacher about me because he yeah. thought something was wrong with me. <laughs> yeah. Just, you know, dressing in darker clothes, black lipstick, all that good stuff from the 90s and whatever. Mm-hmm. But it's, it's like you said, it's just such a weird place. Our society and our culture here is so caught up in like being in this Christian only setting that anything outside of that is like taken out of context even if it's good. anything anything you know what i mean yeah anything yeah Boom. i could be Hinduism. i could be just it's talking about i love this because brandy loved messing with me anytime i talk about crystals and the full moon and anything in my fucking shit that i do i'll bring, I'll bring up stuff to her i'm excited about she's like you're the real witch and i'm like shut up you. <laughs> she was like the full moon in october i was like look who's yeah. turning now look who's right turning now. First of all, I'm not <laughs> but no, like, and Damien too. Like, do you do you feel like that too with your stuff, or is it more? Do you? Because I feel like you might keep your stuff to yourself a lot more than we do. Well, no, I mean, no? there's there's magic in sound. Period. Mm-hmm. Period. Yep. The, I'm with you. Um. So I have integrated a lot of my uh, beliefs in my. I mean, my last project was called Voodoo. It's you know, I mean, it's it's in there, mm-hmm. but um, it's mostly just personal experiences therein. But uh, but it's never your religion is this and mine right. is this. it's never attacking Christianity. Mm-hmm. It's just saying this is this is what I, it, this is what it is for me. Um, the, there is one song mm-hmm. I do have. Um, it's called Church Folk. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, it's pretty straightforward. Yeah. Um, but wonder what it's about <laughs> <laughs> i guess mean, that's that's i don't even like i wrote it back when i was doing cocaine really heavy so i don't remember the lyrics but anyway the <laughs> the 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 premise for it is mm-hmm. just talking about how you get treated in church as right. it, you know as, mm-hmm. as it is i don't <clears throat> a lot of my peers are still christian Um, so I don't, um, necessarily, like, they don't call me trying to pray over me, you know what I mean? But but at the same time, we're not touring together, which is sad because a lot of our music is very similar. Mm-hmm. So it's like, why don't we just get, okay, I'm they sorry. They still can't get over that hump. Yeah, that they can't, yeah. they cannot get, get past it's so me weird to standing me. Standing up there and casting spells. They don't like that shit. Like, if so. you talk to each one of us who are not Christian, sorry, Brandy, get out of here. Uh, <laughs> like, like, I'm going to let you finish. <laughs> no, what I was going to say is, <laughs> I'm just trying to be funny. Look at her face. Look, she's about to take a sip of something. I know that face. I know that face. Get your Bible. Get your Bible. It's so funny that, you know, like, p- when you talk to each one of us and they don't, you don't say all of those things at first and they find out later. They look mm. at you funny later on. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because I get Christian. a lot of that too. Because when you talk to me initially, you would never know I'm doing or into a more spiritual realm than most people are because they see me and they're like, okay, she's Christian too. Like, no, I'm not. Like I have, I have a whole different understanding of spirituality in my own world. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. 
uh, or people come over they're like oh my god all these skulls and crystals what is happening mm-hmm. in this house i think just being brown automatically that makes it even worse mm-hmm. because i remember seeking out blacks in black and browns in black you know kind mm-hmm. of type of deal because there was nothing for us there still isn't like i am working on something where i want it to be more poc people in that realm being brought to the forefront because all like even if i go like an easy thing would be like shopping for clothes that i i'm into that that most people would consider like punk gothic something in that nature you know And, and you go to those sites and it's just skinny pale girls all yeah. day long mm-hmm. all day long and i can't take it because i'm like i don't i don't look like that but i love the stuff and i can't i don't want to shop it because you don't cater to me stop yeah. at a size size l like i'm i'm gonna right. need a couple more x's on there please thank mm-hmm. you <laughs> Yeah, it doesn't work. Doesn't work. But uh, we're gonna take a quick, like, three-minute break, and we're gonna come back for the second half real quick, okay? And uh, we got about twenty minutes before this is up, so we'll be right back. And we're back, bitches. We back. We back. We back. Okay. Um, let's just dive right into the next question. I know, Brandy, you just said you wanted to ask something to Chris real quick. Well, really for both of them, because I wonder, because I like watch way too much Drag Race. And <laughs> I wondered, mm-hmm. oh God, it's, it's gotten real. I used to force my mom and PJ to watch with me, because I'm just like. Wow. It's a it's next level. It's America's Next Top Model meets Runway meets, meets Project Runway meets like you know. He's just looking at me crazy because I was like, look, I like competition shows and I like bitches that make shit and these bitches making shit. So y'all <laughs> the finale and y'all are gonna like it anyway. I wonder sometimes about them in that art form and then artists across the board. Do they sometimes get caught up in people wanting to see this type of person all the time versus mm. who they really are? Or mm-hmm. like I know everybody is different, but it's like it's Trixie Mattel, Trixie Mattel, twenty four seven. No, but you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. I don't know how much of a struggle that is for some people, or for you guys, if that's even an issue on stage versus off stage, and what people are expecting. Oh, that was layered. Um, <laughs> I know okay. so much. So, <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> so uh, as far as drag race is concerned, because that's a very that's that's a pocket dimension. Mm-hmm of uh, the gay experience or the queer experience or mm-hmm. the trans experience. It's, it's, a, it's a pocket dimension because RuPaul has created a show. I mean, it's, it's a show. So yeah. a lot of it's scripted. A lot of it is producer pushed. So they are, they are trying to get these girls to create TV. Right, so right. a lot of it is very put upon. There are some queens that you automatically know, like Bianca Del Rio is Bianca Del Rio 24-7 probably. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, Katya's Katya's, you know what I'm saying? But it's like, there are some of those girls where it's like, they'll come off the show bitter as fuck. Mm-hmm. And because they didn't get a chance to really show who they actually are because of production. Yeah. Now, being a queer artist in the queer art community, mm-hmm. um, there is there is a duality to okay. it. Some of us do have a stage persona Mm-hmm. and then go home and are a completely different person. Right. A lot of us mm-hmm. um, are the same motherfucker 
<laughs> He's like me. <laughs> on stage. What you see is what you they get. Are, right. Yeah. I'm the same guy you're going to see on Twitter. I'm the same guy you're going to see when you meet me. I'm the same guy on and stage. What is that Twitter? <laughs> Good luck finding it. He keep telling us. He's not going to give out that handle. <laughs> no, I mean, we're all adults here. <laughs> Um, <laughs> we're all adults. Um, I'm not. I'm 18. <laughs> no. that's I guess it's an adult. <laughs> it's legal here, but yeah, I'm. I'm the same. Like I'm the same guy. Um, I, I'm, I. There was a time, mm-hmm. of course, when I was younger, that I thought I had to put on to get the gigs. You know what I mean? Like I was like, oh, well, I have to be this type of gay to get the gay gigs mm. and I have to be this kind of black oh, right. to get the black gigs and I have to be this kind of rock to get the white gigs. It, it was, I still play that game, but I am, everything that I put on that stage now is 100% me, regardless mm. to whether or not it appeals to whatever audience. I That's just have learned so to know important. my fucking audience. There's a, yeah. There's a, you, so you learn to know your audiences and that's how you get the gigs. It's not so much, I'm going to get up there and I'm going to be this person all the time and be mad because this person, these people didn't get it, but these people did. You can't do that. Even as an artist, beyond being queer, beyond being anything else, you cannot allow people to dictate how you create. Mm-hmm. So you create how you create, people receive it or they don't, and you keep it moving. You can't yeah. sit on, oh, well, they didn't get it, so. I guess I need to be more black next time or they didn't get it. So I guess I need to be more this, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't I do a lot of that probably stems more from insecurities within yourself too. Like once you get over a lot of those, cause I feel like if you're catering to, I know what you're saying about playing the game because you do have to play the game to get what you want. It's like when I go to sure. these business meetings and stuff, I definitely put on a blazer jacket with my little skinny jeans and shit like that. It's the same thing. You know what it's I mean? So I, I yeah. totally understand. And that, But you get to a certain point, like my brother on the other hand, where his business has taken off and stuff, he goes to meetings with multimillionaires in a hoodie and a cap. Yeah because he's yeah. already accrued what he needed That's right. so that he's able to be 100% himself. Right. You know what I mean? I'm still working mm-hmm. on it. Like I still got to put my, take my buns down. I can't go yeah. to meetings like this. You know, this purple eyeshadow is not happening. Right. Like I had to tone it down a notch because I have to play that game still to get what I Music need. is my main form of income mm-hmm. at this point. Mm-hmm. But there was a time that because I had to play the game of, oh, let me go do this this way, and let me go do this this way, right. that I was struggling. But because I'm Damien fucking Nova now, mm-hmm. it's like you're not, what you, what you, when you book me, you know exactly what the fuck you're getting. Right. Don't ask me to, oh, well, this, the, this is mostly a 50 and older crowd, can you? Then you don't book me, because I'm not going to come there and try to do your 50 and older crowd that shit. That's hard. Right. Like, don't now, tell don't me, me not wrong. to curse. I love jazz. I would it's do like jazz, but if I'm not in that... who get asked not to cuss on stage because of a right. certain audience, yeah. you know? Yeah. And they're like, hell no. Like, how am I supposed to do my bit? That's the punchline. <laughs> the <laughs> right <laughs> check. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, that's now, what you... Mama CJ always say, a manager Chris always say, for that, for the right amount. If it's the right it, check. <laughs> if right it's now. the correct check, and I, I don't mean just the amount, I mean... What else does this mean? It, what, mm-hmm. what gig is this? Because, okay, yeah, you can pay me five Gs, 
to perform in front of a KKK rally, mm-hmm. I'm not going to do it. Right. But if you pay me five G's and I know that it's going to push whatever brand I'm that pushing part. at the time forward, yep. then I will come do it. What song you want me to sing, girl? Because I will come <laughs> sing that song <laughs> for you. you I put palm for you. <laughs> yeah. What about it's, you, Chris? Like, I think it's just like a resume. Like, if you're trying to get a job for, you know, like mm-hmm. a coffee shop, you're not going to put all the fucking call centers you worked at. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, you're going to put, you know, and so it's like when you sell yourself and depending on what kind of gig you're trying to get, it's the same thing. But I think it's funny that, like, with my drag persona, mm-hmm. I'm definitely, like, more animated and, like, right. that bitch. And I'm going to be, like, especially if I'm, like, mostly I get gigs where I, like, host a party. Or, okay. like, I'm emceeing the whole time where I come out, I'll do, like, two numbers, and then, you know, I'll introduce other drag artists, and then I'll be, like, doing a raffle and, like, talking to the crowd and right. just doing this whole bit, you know? And so I'm, like, definitely more, like, you know, like, and yeah, it's bad, girl, blah, blah, blah. and I don't really do, talk do like that. Do you think people expect you, you know? to be that way off stage too, if they've only seen you in that space? Um, yeah. Yeah, like, because... Drag Race. Drag Race is created, which is funny because, like, if you've been gay for a minute, you know that, like, drag is so much more than just, like, mm-hmm. lip sync for your life, you know? It's, like, it's big, it's been ballrooms, it's been, you know, like, Harlem, 1990, like, 84, you know? Like, it's been, like, so much more than just, like, fucking, you know, like, jumping into a fucking, like, split or yeah. death dropping. You know, and that's so that's right, and that's the TV, and so like yeah. people don't understand like drag healed my scared queer little boy inside mm-hmm. me when mm-hmm. I put on a fucking wig and like my drag mother who was my AA sponsor mm-hmm. the first the second day I was sober I got called over and I had called a friend and I was like I don't know how to live my life because I just can't stop drinking right and I'm like you know falling apart. And she's like, I'm going to, him, my friend sell, she, you know, she, the he, whatever. And he put me, he's like, I'm going to, you're going to tell me your story so far. Like, how'd you get here? And I'm going to tell you my story. Mm-hmm. And then in, be, in the meantime, I'm going to paint your face. And I'm like, okay. And I'm like two days sober, like not knowing like how I'm going to pay rent, all of their shit. And then he gets done an hour and a half later, two hours later puts a wig on me and is like, and now who is this? And I was like, there was healing that came from it. And this like, all this internalized bullshit like lifted. And I was like, I can be, I can like love this feminine side of me and I can love makeup and all these, you know, like love wigs and shoes and performance and costume and like being extravagant and letting my hands do whatever. Mm-hmm. And, you know, but like, what's like, Drag Race is a double-edged sword because it you don't see a lot of that, but it's a, it's brought a lot of queerness to like the American television. You just took so, the words right out of my mouth. You know, like I was just it, gonna say that it's brought it's like people now see it as like a real art form and are like, oh, it's hard to walk in heels, like, <laughs> right. and oh, it's like yeah, try and death drop. You know what I mean? Or like try and like glue your glue your wig on right so when you're spinning your head like that, your shit don't fall off. Like right. that's fucking skill. Like you you know, I mean, and so so digressing back from that's like 
drag is definitely this other thing and I love it. And it's mm -hmm. like, it lets my other stuff, it, they all work together, you know, like it influences my costume choices and how I dance on stage. But like, you know, for me, like people think that they don't really know what they're going to get at my show when they come to my show mm -hmm. because they just see me naked on stage. But it's like, I'm taking you like through this, like I used to think I, I used to be, I was really afraid of rapping about getting sober and like overcoming internalized homophobia uh -huh. over noisy ass beats. I'm like, no one's gonna wanna hear this, but I realized that crowds create, are craving authenticity. Mm -hmm. And no matter what art I was making, as long as it was authentic, the energy and the magic was going to hit my audience. And so they saw me like undressing and letting myself be vulnerable, you know, and it became this spiritual experience of loving yourself and like loving that sex is okay and being big and brown and tattooed with a tattooed face, you know, and talking about overcoming obstacles and loving yourself and then learning how to love other people and to be in the community and to learn and to learn how to like be of service to other people. Yeah. You know, I'm just kidding. No, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> but wait, like, wait. and so, you know, and to be able to like, and so my show is like very like cerebral, but it's very like authentic and real. And, but like, and so people don't like, you have to, it's trying to sell that was like super hard. Cause they're less like, well, you're gay and you're going to play this gay party. And so like people would get confused. Cause like motherfuckers would be crying at my show. And a promoter came to me up to me in Brooklyn is like, there's a crowd of people crying like outside, like, what did you do? And I'm just <laughs> no, like, maybe they felt some shit they hadn't felt in a minute, I think you know, that's, but that's like. so like, that's but it's, so important, like for people to come in and see and feel it in person. Because I, like you said, it's a double edge because like RuPaul and the other forerunners in that community had made a space for everybody else to come to the forefront, right? Mm -hmm, totally. But, but at the same time, the other side of it is like, I have like friends who are not, emerged or near that community so when they see people like uh, you guys out in the streets and that you tell them that you're gay they're like you don't seem gay because in their head gay equals you're in drag you're in heels you're wearing like rainbows every day and shit like that you know what i mean or you're so, a stripper or you're yeah. A <laughs> yeah exactly or you're a prostitute yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or you're a drag queen like sometimes like when i, I started to I do think. drag i was just like man i don't know like because everyone does drag but it's like it's bigger than that, you know? And I think mm -hmm. like going back to your original question, it's like people, I think when people, I, over time I've uh -huh. cared less about how I have to talk to people and treat people because like you will see the work I put into mm -hmm. on my stage. You will see and hear the sounds that I'm creating and you will hear the message and it's like, you know, and I'm fucking tired and I'll still work my merch booth Mm -hmm. And I'll talk to you and I'm grateful to hear it, but I'm like, I'm fucking tired and mm -hmm. I'll try and smile, but bitch, maybe I won't smile one day, but I will be grateful that you came to my show, <laughs> you know, but it's like, that's just being real. And I think people do understand that. It's like, you just saw me just like running across the stage, right. rapping really fast, you know, like. Which is why I love the music, Shane. Just sing their praises really quick. Watching uh -huh. the show, because he gives everything. He gives you what you didn't know you wanted. <laughs> Something you didn't want, <laughs> and you're still gonna take it anyway. He gives everything on stage, and it was just. I remember sitting in my car when you sent me the link before you posted it, and I watched all that shit. I was late for uh, coming back from break, but I was like, I gotta watch it all. 
And I'm like, he is really working the fuck out of this crowd. But energetically, I'm like, he's being real. This is his real experience. This is him truly giving it all as an artist. And like you said, the crowd craves that energy because when I watch somebody live, I'm like, I want some real shit. As much as I can like bubblegum pop music, which I love, I don't mm-hmm. really go to those concerts because I'm like, I got it on my phone. I don't need that. It's not. I'm like, I'm good. And then watching this guy live is just stupid dumb. Like, he's so good. So good. And then there was one time he called my name and I was just like, oh my God. <laughs> That's, that's all funny. you gotta do. <laughs> just, that's, just, the just call a name from call it from the stage. Listen, <laughs> as, as somebody who had that done as well, I, you just a, a puddle on the floor. That's all I become. Change like, the draws. I just puddle. <laughs> but here's the thing: like, I don't know if people understand. I don't know. This might be really weird because I love music so much. But like, there is a real difference when you go to a show and you are there in, in the scene and feeling the music. Like I can literally, this is a weird way of describing it, but I can literally get high off of listening to music when it's like, yeah. like I, yeah. I'm in a uh. whole nother place. Sometimes like I've been to shows where I'm just like, my eyes are closed and my friends are like, you okay? Like, are you on something? <laughs> no, I am not. I'm just fucking like, I can feel the vibrations through my body. It's going all over the place. Like yeah. you don't understand like this shit changes the way your dna fucking moves sometimes you know Mm -hmm. what i mean and that's why you have people crying (laughs) and Mm -hmm. shit like that it's same thing with dance i can watch like fucking dance and if i know it's coming from a place oh my god my heart my friends in nebraska a few of them i know they're listening there's a few of them that used to like (laughs) make fun of me watching dance shows and shit like that but at the end of the day i guess they realized how much i loved it and they bought me a ticket to go see them live and that was a whole nother fucking experience as well Mm -hmm. like like music, music and art in that sense, just you can be moved in so many different ways. You never know. I am always that little girl. If I go to see somebody that I know is about to change my life, like I mm-hmm. went to see a Tori Amos concert mm-hmm. back in like 2000 or something like that. And we were up in box seats. So Ooh. the way she was playing, she was facing us. Mm-hmm. So I was totally, you remember that that video of that little, that little girl at church? And she oh, just- yeah. Just, just waving her. Yes, like, yes. I was her the entire concert Agreed. because, and and it's, it it doesn't it doesn't take a lot. It doesn't take a lot if it's true. Right. It doesn't it doesn't take a lot. Tori Amos mm-hmm. sat there at her three pianos with an upright bassist and somebody on bongos like and just changed. It's just my entire view on how to create shows. You know, it was like oh. Wait, because I have been going to see Prince and Michael Jackson, mm-hmm. and, you know, and Paul Abdul. Like I was seeing like, show like these big like elaborate big, things. Yeah. yeah. And I went to see Tori and I'm like, oh, oh, I do. <laughs> okay. I do like intimate stuff like that, too. I yeah. prefer it. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. I do. And like, you know how people some some people go like camping for fucking reset of their body. I go to shows. That's my thing. Like mm-hmm. I have always mm-hmm. wanted to. That's the only way I can recharge 100%. Going to shows for me is like going camping in nature. I never so, really understood that until very be recently. Mm-hmm. I went to go see Anderson Pop. Mm-hmm. Mm. Literally changed my circumstance. I was going through some rough shit at that time. And mm-hmm. I went and I came out with a whole new outlook on how, like, how it kind of gave me a plan. I said, like, okay, this is what I'm going to do. You know what I'm saying? Because that feeling, I want this mm. again. 
and it made me realize how much of a shitty situation that I was in and how much I wanted to get out. Mm-hmm. So it, it kind of helped me materialize a plan to get out of what I was doing. As weird as that sounds, it really did that for me going to see that show. That's all I'll, we want to do. That's yeah. all we want to do. As artists, we want, yes, we want to share our experience and yes, we live for the applause, the applause. We live, yes. I mean, it's, yeah. <laughs> we love that shit. Like we, it feeds us, which is why this whole trying to do a show. Cause somebody was like, oh, well, why don't you do a, a show at home while you're doing, while you're on the quarantine? I'm like, listen, I would be bored as fuck because I don't, I'm not feeding anyone while they're feeding me. As, as, there's something intimate about being right there and having them right in your face. Um, I don't, I guess I don't mind doing it just to, you know, stay relevant, but I, mm-hmm. it's, there's something different about feeding an audience your truth and having them relate to it mm-hmm. and then them coming up to you afterwards. Cause I'm going to tell you for a long time, I was that guy mm-hmm. that would do a show and walk off the stage and go home. Oh. Like I was, I, my level of anxiety was so high that I didn't want to hear people people's opinions and see what and they I were be, thinking at all yeah mm. i would be afraid of what they would say so i would just walk off stage and go home i would wow. never go out and meet people or talk and after i started really doing it i was like mm. wow this is this is i mean in the beginning i, I was doing too much i was like oh, let's go drink together <laughs> <laughs> yeah. thank you so much oh my god you're my best yeah. friend um I but think, then i, I learned like, I you have to beginning it's like that like, though it is yeah it is yeah but like, then when i stopped doing it i was like okay ugh, okay not everybody's your friend cool um <laughs> that is very so, important i think um we're almost out of time before we wrap it up i want to do some rapid questions just three really quick um let's go with chris first who do you think what do you if you do who was one of your major influences for music do you have one? michael jackson okay um, what about how old were you when you wrote your first song? Oh, uh, first song, like a full song or like sure. lyrics? Or lyrics, yeah, lyrics. I wrote, I wrote my first rap when I was in seventh grade. Mm-hmm. And um, I wrote my first like full song in like eighth grade, ninth grade. Oh, wow. Gotcha. Yeah. Who is your fantasy collab that you want to do? Busta Rhymes. Nice. Oh. Mm-hmm. And uh, last question, what is in store next for you? I have, uh, I'm working on a new album that's going to be out in January. Mm -hmm. Um, And I, you know, I was working full time as a journalist and then also full time as an artist. And so now I'm like double full time as a musician now. And so, so this, so yeah, so this is just like learning and navigating like, PR and building a brand and like trying to survive off of just doing music Marketing and it's hard <laughs> yeah so just <laughs> learning all that and so that's that's basically it so as I'm writing this album learning how to you know um invest in myself and to basically like you know take my my shit to the next level you know that's awesome. essentially it mm-hmm. awesome, awesome all right Damien so who would you say was your major musical in- influence Prince Prince, all right. Um, okay. How old were you when you wrote your first lyrics or song? Um, my first full song I wrote when I was 10 years old because um, w- my mom taught me how to write sheet music. Ooh. Mm. You fancy? And 
I know, right? Mozart. Every good boy does fine. Uh, <laughs> damn right. Every that. good girl deserves fudge. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. And I, I guess I wrote my first conscious, you know, consciously mm-hmm. adult song when I was maybe, like, 15, 14. Oh, okay. Nice. So, um, who's your fantasy collab that you want to do? He's Boy. like, who do I choose? <laughs> if you had to pick, um, just just call okay. Like- I, I I would really really like to work with Bjork. Yeah, we're all like, Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> all of us agree. I don't even care if I'm just like holding her hand sanitizer. Like, can I just? I just want to do the backgrounds on something oh she creates God. and just that would be so amazing. By the way, I still like check for her and her shit is still on. Listen, like, okay, because she sneaks shit out. She'll sneak she something out on you. She, does. she don't tell nobody. Um, last question: What is uh, next for you? Oh God. Um. <laughs> Well, since 15 of my shows were canceled because of COVID, but no, I'm working on three projects right now. I'm working on a solo EP about my exes called mm-hmm. Men. Mm. Um, and <laughs> then... <laughs> Let me know if you need a feature. I can rap a lot about wow. You don't want to be on this. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> then I'm working on a new pop album called Vampire mm-hmm. um, as mm. a follow-up to uh, Voodoo. Um, and then I'm working on a jazz album, um, like just straight jazz. Nice. Um, and then, of course, the band is working on a project. So lots That's of stuff. Lots. Everybody's um, got lots yeah. of stuff going on. Yeah. And I'm producing a couple artists that will um, we'll be doing some stuff. So. This makes me want to go back into music talking to y'all. This makes me slightly sad and happy all at the same time. DJ had an album out senior year. I don't know if you guys remember this. I used to sing for them in the car and shit too. Do you remember Mm -hmm. D? Yeah, Yeah. D remembers. I used to sing to D a lot. You know, there was a time she tried to talk to us about a song. This was after trying to drag us about some eight counts because we was bullshitting. I ain't gonna yeah. lie, that day in practice, we, were we was bullshitting. We was bullshitting. But we, we still had our steps, and this bitch went Joe Jackson on us, and they gonna turn around talking about, there's this song, we don't wanna hear no song, ho. Like, <laughs> I don't wanna feel this way. Oh I can't help it. I'm not that, I got so cold. I remember, the, yeah, English and Japanese. Oh my God, shit, why do you remember the lyrics? I remember the lyrics, because you sang it 18,000 times. Dude just got the secrets. Day. Oh my God. I don't wanna feel this way. <laughs> Wait a minute. You know what? I'm going to put it together. I'm going to put it together. You know what? I'm just going to make a pseudo page on Instagram. Just put out all my shit from like high school, middle school. Yes. Yes, please. <laughs> yes. Hey, oh, Chris, don't by the tell way, nobody it's me. My mom please. told me to tell you hello, and she. Oh. Mrs. Doing Your Hair. Oh, Miss K. Miss Kenya. Oh, yes. man. Yes. Oh, I was like finger waves for Chris when the 11th or 12th grade. Yes, finger waves. Yes, I had, some, waves. I had some purple and green finger waves. And it had glitter in it. And that shit. And that shit was on my pat. That was my passport photo. <gasps> yes. <laughs> yes. Be like, my mom is Missy Elliott. It's fine. That is amazing. Worry about. Here's my first official black hair lady. I just see Missy for a glass for you. 
Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. I feel like we need to do more music episodes, especially during quarantine. I have like now seen so many artists that I know are probably just like you guys not having any shows, just going to I was at like uh I think I was at Whole Foods and there was a sax player playing. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I just and my heart just like fucking breaks because you you guys have a whole nother type of sector and employment right. that's not the same as everybody else's nine to five, I feel like, and it's even harder. I, I I'll, really I'll wrap out some, you know, some white women looking for some wheat thins and some grapes, you know. <laughs> I hate you. I'm not wheat God. You gotta do the year of the queer head nod when you do it. The, right. Oh my god. I'm done. Um if you uh we gotta wrap this up, but thank you guys for coming. I really, really appreciate it. We are really, really honored that you guys would come back and coming back. Damien, thank you so much. Yes. Please come back again, you guys. I wanted to yeah. come back for that Justin Timberlake thing because I have Justin oh, Timberlake. Sorry. Oh, oh, <laughs> do we need to do another one? Do we need another one? Also is bothered. Yes. We need to do a Justin Timberfake one, another one. Oh, wait, what? I got really pissed off. So I decided randomly, I was on my Lord and Savior Britney Spears page. And <laughs> that segued into being on Justin. He wrote something about Justin. I go through his stories and just going through his stories, I'm like, I totally get why you are the way you are because you surround yourself with the people you take from and they're on the payroll so i don't think any of them are going to be yeah like, i think he only has you know yes men i think i'm looking at all these folks i'm like you all telling me y'all don't feel no way or is it the money and you like look i'm just here for the check sometimes it's the paper like we said earlier you know if the check is right especially if you're not having to be on stage and if you're just working for somebody like when you're employed in that way you know what i'm saying Ooh. look at Damien. look at Damien. yeah i'm not saying like the artist I want to get it out. I want to get it out. So we have to talk. <laughs> we have to do another episode. We have to call it something else to actually, so I can drag more artists that I feel like. Yes. Exactly. Blue-eyed soul. Call it blue-eyed soul or some bullshit. Oh, shit. Because I'm ready. <laughs> wow. Well, you know what? Like, if we're not doing anything else, can we just come back next week and, and do this part two? Yet. Drag this down. Up. I'm down, honestly. Okay. I have some shit. I have some shit to say too. Oh shit. This like- it really binds my gears. <laughs> oh my god. Uh anywho, um, if you guys have enjoyed our podcast thus far, please make sure to subscribe to your favorite platform. If you're watching us on YouTube, make sure you like and comment and hit that notification bell for all our episodes. Our new episodes drop every Thursday at 12 Central. Um, we also have the low, low 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 brow news that come out on monday at 9 a.m um just to add on i um recently had a very very dear friend of mine pass away um in nebraska and i wanted to shout out his gofundme for his family um it's crazy funerals are insane i did not know it cost fourteen thousand dollars to do something like that i have i I can't. I don't even understand how it would cost more than a wedding, um, but it does. So if you uh, are able to support that, it, even if it's like five bucks, you know what I mean? Like, I know we have like 
like a little over a K followers. If everybody gave $3, that would be so much already. Um, so if you guys can help out, I would love for you guys to help out. I'll put the link at the end of this and I'll also post it on our social media. So follow us on Instagram and Facebook too. Um, again, thank you, Damien. Thank you, Chris, for coming on. Um, I Thanks think if we can figure it out. We'll do this Justin Timberfake yeah. thing next week if we can. Uh, so stay tuned. <laughs> We're not going to keep talking about it. Oh, no. We're never going to give it up. We're never gonna oh, my God. Maybe that's why 2020 is the way it is. I don't know. But he did put that album out. He did. That was the name of his album. Because of the Man of the Woods? I'd blame that shit. Man of the Woods. Look at Damien. He has so much about the Man of the Woods. I do, too. I do, too, sweetie. That, do that too. live show was terrible. I was just like, you started a bonfire on your stage, and you think that's art? Fuck you. Listen. He was the man of the woods. He was camping. Oh. No. <laughs> he was going to be dressed up as Sasquatch. That would have been better. Yeah. It was over when he, exactly. like, shot that album cover with the buffalo checkered fucking oh, shirt. The <laughs> fuck I was like, your American Apparel ad needs to go. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, my God. Anyway, because we'll keep going if we do this. Um, yeah, I'm trying not to say anything. I'm saving my tea for episode two. Stay blessed, stay woke, make sure you're safe and logical out there. You guys will catch you next week. Bye.